Hey, welcome back to the Puck Fortland podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks to the hundreds of listeners out there who listened to the last podcast. We had Anna Grace um, Christensen on uh, the Say Grace episode. Thank you all for listening to that. Also, thanks to the thousands of subscribers that are out there on our iTunes account. Uh, if you're new to the podcast or haven't done it yet, go to iTunes, uh, find Puck Fortland on iTunes and go subscribe. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, it's been amazing. This podcast has been growing uh, leaps and bounds over the last few episodes, and we can't thank you enough. Uh, to continue growing, we've also added a donate page to the puckfortland.com website. If you feel like helping us out here and uh, donating um, some money to us, please go do that now. We appreciate it. Every episode, I have great guests, some great friends, and some amazing people in my life. Uh, we get to talk to them and hear about what they're doing and give you a little bit of insight into their everyday lives that not everybody gets a chance to, to hear every day. So that's what the podcast is about. Coming up, we're going to be listening to A.B. Allie Burton from A. Burton Massage. She is the best sports massage therapist in Portland, hands down, in my opinion. Go check out aburton.com and listen to the podcast. Enjoy it. It's nice. Hey, this is Alexandra Burton from A. Burton Massage, and we're listening to Fuck Portland. Puck Portland. <laughs> Fuck Portland. Podcast. What have you been doing? I just noticed that um, we were just talking a second ago about the CX Nationals. Yeah, if you want to. Um, yeah, I just watched the women's race yesterday. I saw that you were crying. You said you were bawling. Yeah, it fucking moved me. It Just watching those women throttle themselves and... Where was it again? I should know this, but I... Uh, you don't have to I know, know it. Bel yeah. Uh, yeah, overseas, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Europe. Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Out of control. Who won it? Do you know? Yes. I don't. I won't spoil it. No, you could tell me. I'm never going to watch it. Well, I mean, I'll, I'd rather just hear and be like, oh, good no, for her. Okay. Why? No, you should just go see. You're promoting it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because what if someone's listening months from now and they don't want the spoiler to the women's world champion? It was just intense. And then Sana Khan, who's one of my favorites was very emotional and I'm a very emotional writer and she doesn't hide it and it was pretty moving yeah yeah Falling. it's great when stuff touches you like that yeah you know yeah bike racing. bike racing is the hardest thing in the world I don't care what other sport you put it up against yeah it's I don't I can't really compare it to many other sports but 
You don't do it to win. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, I think I'm having... Can you talk right into your microphone there? Yeah, talk right into it. Two, two. Who was it? It was a road racer that won the cycle pass world champion, oh. and I don't remember her name. I just know she had really great legs. I don't remember her name. <laughs> no. There you are. <laughs> I don't know why. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, Ed. Hi, Ellie. Do you like to go by AB? AB's good. Yeah. I have a lot of different names that people call me. Can we say most of them on the, on the podcast? Yes, we can say most of them. I think we could say all of them. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Then you haven't heard everything people call you. Right. <laughs> I think this podcast is pretty loose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if we can officially say we've started yet. We're just sort of chatting. Yeah. You feel like tense. Do you feel nervous at all? Or like you're no, it's when you're hearing my voice. Yeah, take your head, yeah. the headphones off. It really helps now that I know that I got you. Okay. Yeah, because now I just feel like I'm talking to you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird to listen to your own voice for. Yeah, I feel like I'm reasons. on the stage. Yeah. So what's going on? Not much. People ask that question a lot. But still, nothing's happening. Um, lots of things are happening. What's going on? Riding my bike some. I just ran away to L.A. to get out of the weather. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. I got to ride with my friend Hoffman for three days cool. and just rode bikes and hung out with some kids and drank coffee. Is that the purpose of the trip? Was to go out and work yes. out? Or yes, to go and ride. Train? Yeah, train and get away for a minute. <laughs> people were driving me nuts, but mostly to train. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people go down there this time of the year, or that area too is great for it. As busy as it feels saying, I'm going to LA or going right. to the area, there's lots of good riding down yes. there. Yes. There's a lo- so many yes. cool people. Yeah, a lot of people are like, L.A., where do you ride in L.A.? And there's amazing hills in the east right near where I stay, so. Yeah. <clears throat> climbs out there that we don't have, like, our climbs. Right. So, it's really fun. And it's sunny. And I have really good friends there that I get to hang out with. Right. It's like yeah. summer in Portland all the time there. Right. Fuck. LA. All the time. It's pretty crazy. <clears throat> I wonder if I can start a fuck L.A. podcast. Oh. Or yeah, there's a lot of hipsters like... now. In uh, LA. In certain areas, in the yeah. They, I don't know how to take that. My yeah. <laughs> my hipster. Well, I feel like basement or garage, which we're not in either of that like podcast. Yeah. Like, you know. We're in a luxurious living room. Yeah, I mean. For shit. those of you that can't drinking see, drinking a hundred dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, we're drinking <clears throat> Syrah and there's <clears throat> drum kit, some synthesizers. Yeah. I just Feels sweat. Good. There's a crock There's pot There's a crock pot going. Yeah. This isn't your average podcast. Hipster. Yeah. The crock pot might have just threw the old hipster flag <laughs> up, though. It's a sure sign. So tell, yeah. Tell me about uh, what's going on with your massage therapy. That's what what interests me about you. Yeah. Let me break it down while you're here. Yeah. And why people want to know what Allie Burton's doing. A, you don't call any of us ever. <laughs> A text. <laughs> and B, uh, see what I did there? Mm-hmm. A, B, uh, you're, in my opinion, the best massage therapist in the Pacific Northwest. Oh. And that's just not saying this, you know, I don't just like willy-nilly throw that out there. Yeah. Um, 
and it's a combination of not just your technical skill but your approach uh, and how you like sort of talk I can only say for myself but you talk me through each session like and focus a lot on you know not just my physical um, ailments but when they started uh, why I haven't been in when I was feeling healthy. Yeah. You know, where are you when you're just fine and just still working out and healthy? Why do you come in when you're completely damaged and I can barely touch your back because you're... Right. They have to damage. help Don't. you up off the table. Exactly, which has happened before. Um, <laughs> but that kind story. of approach where I've... Um, it might, you know, I'm, I might be able to say that it's because we were friends also or we had like a connection prior to that, but I have a feeling you're like that with all of your clients. So I really do think your your service in that like massage therapy industry is amazing. So I was just wanted to ask, how is that going? What's going on with it's, that? And where where are yeah. you working at it? And what are you doing? Yeah, it's going really well. <clears throat> um, I'm a pretty humble person most of the time, mm-hmm. but I've I'm really good at what I do. Like I've realized that because I can go out and get other massages and be like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> yeah, like. Um, but work is going well. I run my own practice. Um, I share a space um, in a facility that has a physical therapist and a personal trainer. And it's I've known those guys for, I don't know, five, four or five years. And they're awesome. They've been doing their jobs for a really long time. They're both athletes. And we really trust each other and um, often share clients. Um, January is, well, I guess we're almost in February, aren't we? Yeah, this is the last day of January. Yeah, January is usually slow. It's funny. The holidays are busy, but then January is slow time, which is fine. I've learned over the years the ebb and flow of the business, so I don't stress out too much. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a big um, crossover between having the physical therapist and um, massage therapy and, like, follow-up. Um, training over there that's like great just just to help people who are yeah trying to get healed up it's really nice the the triangle that happens between the three of us the best is when one client is seeing or has seen all three of us and we're they like we know that we're giving them the best care that they can get and you know the client may start with me and I'll work with them for a while and I realize there's something that's beyond my scope or I'm just like, I'm not really sure what's going on there. And then I'll shoot him over to Vince um, Blaney, who's the physical therapist. And, you know, he has a greater range of knowledge, obviously. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's the vice versa, where Vince has been working them for a while and they need more focused work, which, yeah. you know, it's not really what he does. And he'll send them up to me. And, yeah. and then the long, long term is working with Jeremy, who does the personal training. And that's, I don't know, it's pretty awesome. It's like feeling like I'm helping people and really helping shift things for them in their lives yeah. and their bodies. I need to come down and talk to Jeremy and Vince also. Yeah. Um, because speaking of Jeremy's, I pulled my groin playing basketball. Oh. I don't know if it's like a mile, I don't know if it's gone to like a hernia or if it's just a mm-hmm. groin pull, but it hurts and it like pops and I can like barely lift my leg sometimes. But it was because I pulled a sweet crossover move on Jeremy Dunn nice. and went baseline. <laughs> And he sort of pushed me out of bounds a little bit, <laughs> trying to defend me. And I switched hands and went opposite hand, right hand behind the backboard, still dropped it in, and won. And then <laughs> winning I shot. Then I no, it was no. like the first. It was like the, my first layup okay. of the game. Wasn't warmed up. 
was trying to impress these two Portland State girls that were playing there because they're like Division One. I thought I'm gonna go like super hard to the paint, and then I landed like all fucking old guy style. I was like, and like pulled it, and Greg Watson thought I screamed out in like victory. I was like, yeah. But I was like, ow, and he was just like, that was badass. I was like, no, I'm seriously hurt. I was like, I think I just pulled my groin. He was like, oh, time out. And then everybody was like, what'd you do? So now I've been hurt for like two months and it like went on there. Yeah. It sucks. But we play basketball with those guys and it's so fun. They got like the Stefano, Jeremy Dunn, Greg Watson, and it's the best time. So it wasn't like technically a foul. I'm not saying Jeremy pushed me out of bounds. I've heard great things about these basketball games. He's a straight up player. It was a great day, <laughs> and he just couldn't stop me. I still got the bucket. I sacrificed my groin. That's what. I, that's how I am. I heard uh, Molly Cameron came out to a basketball game. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Was I there? I don't. It, think, I don't think so. I don't think I was. No. I would have remembered that. Yeah, yeah, pretty memorable. I think I, I saw some video. Um, you know, she's scrappy. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe you know has it dialed yet, but uh, yeah, pretty scrappy. Maybe could play some good D. Maybe the, sh- the like... Half-court shot. Right? Yeah, not so dialed, but... I picture maybe, like, the underhand free throw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the only one in, like, short shorts, but it's fine. Right. It's how it's she rolls. It's so funny watching cyclists play basketball because... <laughs> or like, other sports. Yeah, Clint Culpepper shows up. <laughs> yeah. All the Rafa dudes will show up. Like, other cyclists from out of town. Uh, who's that Belgium guy that's, like, the CX national racer? Rides for... I think he rides Cielo. I don't Chris know. King. He's like a Belgian yeah, dude yeah. that's been around, you know. Yeah. Not they have, there's a couple different riders. I'll remember his name and I apologize for not remembering your name, not even though you're not listening. But he comes out and he was like a national basketball player like in his country. And now he's like a cyclist, like he's still killing cyclocross. He's like maybe late twenties. Does know? he live in Portland? I think he's been here a little bit. He's huh. like he's, okay. he comes and plays around. And when I see him we know each other, but I can never remember his name because it's like his real name is like, you know, I could call him Chuck, but it's not like his right. Belgian name. Not Herbin. Is it Herbin? Yeah, but he moved back to Did he? Good. Europe. Good. Okay, anyways. That fucking dude. He's Johnny Elbows. He like will like, he plays oh, so traditional with like rebounds yeah. and like yeah. everyone's always getting caught with like an elbow and you're like, bro, like chill the fuck out. I mean, he's so fun to play with, but. It's funny. That's why people... I feel like that's how I would play, because I'd be horrible at making baskets, but I can play some mean D, and I can get low, and I would, like, elbows out, like... Yeah. But I don't think... Get scrappy. Annalisa Fish was trying to get me to come, and I was like, "Mm, I don't think so. I'll go play horse. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's so So you pulled your groin. Maybe. I don't know. We'll check it out on Friday. It's definitely a groin... um, which is a vague term, right. groin. It's a right. layman's term it's for probably your adductors. Yeah, if I do the, um, if I was, if I was to go to the gym and do the adductor. Oh yeah, the thing, machine, the squeezy thing. I could do in. <clears throat> oh. But I can't do out. Oh. And it still hurts, like in the like inner thigh area. Oh, okay. And then if I lift my leg, this is super. This is good for podcasting because people visualize. Visuals, yeah. yeah. You know, people are like googling yeah. right now. They're like pulling I'm not up laying images. down. This isn't WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> Web A. What about Web, Web, Web A-B. A-B. Oh yeah. That's what it. I wanted to talk about. Like, we're, how are we going to get you even further into the point where you're working less, but like using all your knowledge? Yeah. Because you've been doing massage for at least twelve years. Yep. Yeah. 
in different formats, right. but yes, I've had my hands on people <laughs> legally <laughs> for that long. <laughs> Getting paid yeah. legally, whatever. Yeah, stop right there. Um, yeah, I think my dad actually is always like asking me, oh, you got a franchise. <laughs> um, well, you can't make two of you, that's the thing. Right. Like, you would need to just... You, would you start like a United Bicycle Institute, like massage school? No, the only thing I thought of was um, like finding a therapist fresh out of school who who was interested in anatomy because that's part mm-hmm. of it. I've always loved anatomy in the body, so that allows me to geek out on that stuff. Um, find someone that I just vibe with and liked anatomy, and and maybe mentor them, and then hand over some of my clients who are willing um yeah and try to just help them right. but how do you teach them what's because I think what makes me a great massage therapist is that I'm intuitive and that carries through in a lot of what I do how do you teach intuition well I don't think you can teach intuition but you can teach um the skills to be intuitive right you definitely can like because what I was saying earlier is how you ask or communicate yeah. verbally to be like and how you like sort of probe and prod to be like what's this you know and I'll be like no it's my shoulder and you're like how does this feel I'm like that's not anywhere near my shoulder and you're <laughs> yeah like, tell me how this feels I'm like it's sort of pokey and sore you're like okay what about this and I'll be like ow you know then you'll, it's still not my shoulder. Right. And I'm just like, what is that? And you're like, just, okay, I found just it. Just trust me. You know, like you, that's that intuitive part where yeah. you find, because a lot of times, like, uh, all of my issues revolve around one thing that I'm doing, whether or how I'm carrying myself or my posture and protecting my injured part. Right. And you need, A, you need part, um, I gotta stop doing that. A, you need, B, you need. I was like, I, I wrote it earlier, but I can't keep going so well with it. Um, <laughs> You need to focus on what's injured, but then you also need to like right. be preventing the surrounding. Yeah. How do you get your customers to come in when they're not actually hurt? Like that's got to be. I'd imagine as a business person for me, I'd be like, how do I get my clients to come in and be like, hey, you need to keep coming in. Yeah, I mean, I think they've really seen the benefits of the massage and the body work. Um, most of my clients now are regulars to every two to three weeks, if not every week. And they're all, not all, I don't, they're not all athletes, but they're all active in some way <clears throat> um, and or athletes. And I think they've just seen over the months and years working with them how they don't get as many injuries. They don't get hurt mm-hmm. as much. Interesting. And adding that in is a huge benefit. So I don't have to try that hard. I just do what I'm good at, which is what I've always said. <laughs> right. Just get on the table and I'll do my job, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, how can you go is it when you get other like people working on you you must be like uh, Yeah, I have two or three ladies in who town who's your favorite? that I trade with. Um favorite. Laura Green. I think okay. a lot of people know her. She's amazing. Um Stephanie Edmond and Molly Carlson. Mm. All are have been working with athletes or cyclists. And have been massage therapists forever and are really fucking good at what they do. And we're all very, have these similar traits I'm finding that massage <laughs> therapists have. Yeah. Not always good. Uh, sometimes we forget to return voicemails, but we're really good once you're on the table. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's usually a pretty shitty massage, honestly. 
like I end up being like, did you not fucking listen to what I told you? Right. <clears throat> That's how I end up feeling when I go to see someone else. Like people just don't know how to listen. And that I could teach someone how important it is to listen to the client, to sit down with them, ask them how they're feeling, what's going on, and then let them talk. Yeah. Like give them that space to talk about what's going on. And it may veer from, you know, their groin injury, but it's really, really important. Right. I think what you could teach other people as well also, and I just get this, I'm getting this from you, I'm picking this up, or I've picked this up by um, seeing you. You know yourself really well too. Yeah. So there's been times when I've talked to you and been like, I, you know, like, say I need to come in and you're like, how important is it? And you right. sort of judge. But you know yourself to be like, I'd love to see you if it's not an emergency, like, take, let's take a couple days because I'm not there. Right. I think that's the biggest part of teaching other therapists is being like, don't fit in two extra massages right. during the day just to get that extra, like, yeah. $200 and, <clears throat> and sort of, like, A, wreck yourself for yeah. future and then also just, like, give, like, not really pay attention to the other people and just yeah. be like, hey, I'm just, like, I'm too freaking tired. Yeah. That's like, you need to know that to be like, hey, I'm... Yeah, that's interesting that you've noticed that. I wonder if other people have, but I've had to learn to say no, and and it wor- always works out for the better because yeah, I don't I know how much I can give, and over a point, it's not it's just not worth it for me or the client. You're not going to get my full care, yeah, and it's not worth it. And and my people kind of know that now. Like yeah. I'll squeeze you in if you need, you know, depending on what it is, and if it's an emergency, and I like you a lot, right. but. It's just not, it's not worth it to give that fucking half-ass massage. Right. Even a really good half-ass massage. <laughs> and I almost took it to the extent as where I was trying to find out how many massages you've done. So if I can get you at like your third yeah, or fourth good. massage, you're like in the, in the mix. Yeah. So I know I'm getting like, you're warmed up and it's, it's true. no nonsense. Yeah. Because the first one, you don't always want to be the first and you don't want to be the last. So it's like two or three or yeah. four is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Ed. When I had that, um... When I broke my wrist. Yeah, that was rough. That was out of control. Yeah, I wasn't. I was hard for me. I wasn't sure if I was helping or not, and I knew, yeah, that I just had to trust myself. And we, I mean, we had to talk a lot during that massage oh because God, you were in a lot of pain. Anything. Like that almost was like going to like Mexico and doing like an ayahuasca <laughs> trip, you know? And like you're gonna be, it's gonna be crazy because I was like a fish out of water. Yeah. Like, on the like the table was just like I yeah because you had so many muscles spasming yeah. yeah I still have that I still have flashes of that which yeah. is crazy where I my psoas thing just like locks up and it'll like hunch me over where I'll be like I feel like I don't know if I just got snipered from like somewhere I'll be like <laughs> I'll like feel for blood and be like nothing and then like hunch over and be like oh my god I'm, it's like a it's like a muscle cramp yeah man. but that was a, that was crazy you really like worked I think it was bad we shouldn't have done it, but it was good at the same time. Like, it, yeah. it opened it up, but it put me back into like... It was a little too acute. You were kind of an experiment. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that with just anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing that I had to get you off the table when right. you were naked. Yeah, it's like... It's not normal. Roll over. It wasn't mm-hmm. awkward. No. Professional. It was very professional. Yeah. Um, it was a little awkward. I was basically like useless. Like I was just hunched over like felt like somebody took a baseball bat to my side like and knowing when massage isn't going to help or not 
appropriate is important too, you know? Right. When it's really acute injury, when it just happened, like massage, you don't you don't want to go in there and like irritate it. Right. So knowing when and and being able to let I mean people like that. They like being known that they're cared for and that you know what you're doing, even right. if I'm making it up half the time. It's fine. Let me see if this makes sense to you because I never went to the hospital for that. I knew my ribs were yeah. broken, right? That's not so like, I just like flew from Tucson and was on the plane. It was not... <laughs> that's one of my favorite stories. With the kid? Okay. Oh, oh my, my god! Because <laughs> it would it would cramp up, so I would like it would squeeze the wind out of me. Like it would yeah. knock the wind out of me. Yeah. I'd be like. Ah, ah, and I was just like, no, no, no. My body was just like dying, like. I had, well, I ended up, I did end up going and getting x-rays, but I, it was like a month later and they're like, oh yeah, you cracked your three ribs. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. They're like, well, I mean, we couldn't have done anything anyway. Right. They're like, there's nothing you could have done. I was like, what would you have done? They're like, well, we would have given Maybe. you like a bunch of pharmaceuticals right. and a wrap. Right? And, and basically the, what would have helped us, well, it wouldn't, it, I'm glad I did it because it would have been like an oxycodone right. run. And a hydric like or like a muscle relaxer one, and I just would have been like yeah. turned into like veal mush. Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to get rid of the pain. So yeah. at least it kept. I had six pack abs though. I tell yeah, you what, all, yeah. It was just like doing kegels like all day. It's like, <laughs> that was so tight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's more wine. Um, so what my point was going to be is by you like getting like a hands-on feel for it, I sort of knew what was broken. Like we found each yeah. rib and it was yeah. like, that one's cracked, that one's cracked, that one's cracked. And yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, back to that kid. He told the people in the plane, he was like, attention everybody. <laughs> and like even the stewardess was like, oh, what's going on? And it was like this young 12-year-old kid. He was like, this man cracked his ribs in a, in a wrestling uh, competition. <laughs> That's why he's making this noise. He's not possessed. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. And I was like, thanks, bud. And I yeah. gave him, like, my, I had, like, a bunch of, like, Skittles and, like, food. And he was just like, so where are you from? Like, he was just asking me questions. And I was like, you did your job, kid. I was like, head back to your seat. You know, he totally, like, I, didn't, I couldn't even talk. Thanks, buddy. And he really wanted to be like, he was like, I make model airplanes. Like, he was such a cute kid. But it was like, he I made an talk. announcement to the plane, which is awesome. Yeah. And then, uh. It's sweet. I came off the plane and I asked the lady that was checking me out, or like she was checking people in for the next flight. Yeah. I asked for the wheelchair. I was like, can I get the wheelchair? And they're like, right away, sir. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got it in the port. <laughs> awesome. It was sweet. It was such like a benefit. It was like an Uber for walking. Yeah. You're just like, can I get that wheelchair? They're like, sure. Like, no questions asked. Like, you don't even need to need, have an excuse to need it. They'll go get it. Like, they will. Like, yeah. They're super nice. I think my dad just cracked his ribs. Or he did. Just broke a rib, maybe. Doing what? Uh, like, Falling, kind of got lightheaded in the middle of the night oh, and man. passed out. Yeah. You worried about him? Um, Pops, what's going a on? A little bit. I gave him a talking to. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. You guys are really close. Yeah. He's still back in Connecticut. Connecticut? Connecticut. I said Avalon, though. Is that. Avalon is. No. Avon. There's an Avon, Connecticut. Yeah, Avon. Yeah. Where is um, it? Where is your, where's your Bridgewater. Town? It's very, very, very tiny town. We used to go there, wrestle. No. Yeah? They're, no. They don't They're, have wrestling? No, there's nowhere to wrestle in Bridgewater unless you're out in the cow pastures. They don't have a high school? Bridgewater doesn't. There's Chapog, which is a combination of three towns, and there is no wrestling there either. 
Maybe I'm thinking of some other Bridgewater. Yeah, Mass. Yeah. Not from there. Different. Yeah. Anyways. So anything above the Delaware yeah. Gap is the same for us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like you're not from New York. Yeah, it's true. I'm not from Hamburg? New York. Hamburg? No. No. <clears throat> Have you been back there? What's going on over there? Yeah, I just actually was there for Christmas. It was really, really nice. I rode, uh, Molly and I went, and we rode bikes a little bit, and I forgot how... Well, I've actually never ridden my bike since I've become a racer back there. This was the first time, and it's fucking amazing. Right. It's gorgeous. It's, it's like awesome. Value, but only because the culture's not there, not because they're bad roads or bad No, drivers. the roads are amazing. Right. It just wasn't a part of what... I never saw a cyclist. Right. It's there, though. And there um, are cyclists there, right? Oh, tons of cyclists. Yeah. But I just wasn't part of my culture growing up. Um, but it was... The roads are amazing. They're just all these... 30 second to two minute rollers and that just kill you yeah it's really fun it was really fun and i was super impressed because my mom and dad ride bikes and i was like you guys do this like no this is no joke like i'm an elite level athlete and i'm dying like we go ride for about an hour and a half and i'd be like i'm done cut it like i need to go home so it was pretty cool yeah way different tri- like the portland terrain yeah. is unique but it's definitely different east coast riding yes. is way different rollers country yeah it was beautiful not a lot of big climbs but a lot yeah. of just grinders up yeah. and down yeah 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 going out to Philly yeah and Sarah and I rode out there and it was so cool like riding out of town and the dudes would bust out from the back and ride ahead and take off and uh they would go to the stop signs and sit in the middle of the road and then they would stop traffic. Oh, and let everyone through. And as we would get through town, yeah. the ride never stopped. They would they would sit out there and like block cars on right. both sides. And then they would be the last person, and then he would they would catch up. And then there was two other people that were waiting. Right. And as soon as you went through the stop, they would be, they would race to the mm-hmm. next stop sign. And because it's like country roads too, like right, there are shorter increments in between, so yeah. it's like crit style. And then once you get out to the out in the country, you don't have to do that anymore. Right. But it was so cool. Like, we never had a stop going through Philadelphia where dudes would just, like, jam up to the next How line. did the cars feel about that? They were pretty cool. I mean, there's like, not much like, Yeah, <clears throat> like, they were, uh, you know, like, some people threw gang signs up depending on how close we were, but they were still, like, yo, we're, like, cyclists. Like, we are such a big pack that yeah. they're, like, what's going on? Is it a race or is, right. like, there was over 100 people there, you know? That's crazy. It was so fun. Was I just fun. did a... Um, group ride when I was in LA I got dragged to one Nichols Canyon ride Nichols ride uh-huh. it was pretty funny um, we basically just met a bunch of d- these dudes because the ride starts somewhere else and then we meet them from where we're, we rode from from home at the base of this climb and then it's just like balls out it's like a 13 to 15 minute climb and you know I got that I'm not in the best shape yet, and I've got that guy on the fucking mountain bike who's passing me, and then this old dude, and I was just like, what the fuck's going on? And uh, sure enough, after we settle in a little bit, I catch up to them, and they're going up the back. But it's just all out, and then um, you tee into Mulholland, which is kind of like our skyline. Right. It just rolls. There's just rollers um, across it, and then it was like, I went with my friend Hoffman, and I was like, okay, so what happens when I get dropped? Because he's quite a bit faster, and... He's like, well, you need to be with a group because you're not going to know where you are, but I'll wait for you at the end. And I'm like, okay. So I just had to make sure I held on to some dude's wheels. And it was fun. It reminded me that I love bike racing. 
I hadn't been in like a race situation where I was like, I gotta, I'm dying, but I gotta get this wheel and right. fucking, you know, it's LA. Guys are aggro and like trying to shove me off a wheel. And I was like, fuck no, this is my wheel. It was, it was really fun and really fucking hard. So but, it was like a ride race. Yeah. Like we don't have that in Portland. Why don't we have that? Didn't we used to do that now? Well, we have the King, King Kong. Yeah. Is that gonna happen this year? I've been trying to get fucking Ira Ryan on this fucking podcast for months. Oh. That keep, guy keeps ducking me. All right. I'll see what I can do. See if you can make, put a fucking right. call on Maybe I'll be crowd, like, I'll give you? you a massage. And if you go on, we should do something like that. Totally do. Like a, yeah. Yeah, that would probably be the best way for, <laughs> Wait for you to get, get people on. My phone's just like, and he's like, hey, this isn't even live yet. Um... He would know, because those are the guys, he yeah. does it here. I, that's how I find out about it, well, years from them. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because we have so much weekday racing as part of it, so everyone can actually just go to a race. But it was it's just fun that it's kind of unsanctioned. And And I think what I want to do, and this is another um, reason why I want to talk to Molly, because we met at the park, ran into each other. I was doing, like... Uh, uh, you know, you ever like date? You have a date with just yourself. You're like, I'm yeah. sitting aside, time yeah, time. aside, yeah, to have a date. And then Mom showed up to my date with <laughs> oh. myself, and I was like sitting at the dog park or that little pit where the noise ride always ends up, like yeah. over there on Northwestern, Northwestern yes. whatever. And Molly's coming back on a ride and stops, and uh, it's just like we did our usual banter, like, hey, yeah. hey, everything good? I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Like, you should come over. I'm like, yeah. Hey, how's the podcast going? And then we went off about like, we both talked about like what's yeah. different ideas. And Molly was like, I want to come on. Like, I just yeah. want to do a podcast where I just talk shit. I was yeah. like, you got to come on. Like, so much hate, so much to rant about. I know. But I think through those talks and through, let's be honest, like hate, like some good anger, or right. good, like bad, oh, like, bad energy is great to get out. Like, yes. don't be afraid of being an asshole. Right. Let's get it out there because it's so good. And everyone's going to agree with you. They're, oh you're just God. saying what everyone's I feeling. I know. Yes. I think that's what's going to bring us back to like 2016, 2017, where Portland becomes like... A, oh, we're going to hate again? We're going to hate... It's going to be okay to hate, a, you think? As a, as, as a, a community. As a community. Like, so we can all hate and ride again and be like... Agro and like and just all riding and just yeah. be riding together and doing it and we hate's be, gonna bring us together right <laughs> it really could you'll know you'll finally know what people fucking feel about right. you so you can it's go out and look at you, like look each other in your eye like and be like I finally get it yeah huh. I mean I just yeah. we just had a round table I went out with my friends oh so what were you angry about this week what did you hate on this week Macklemore came up. But, um, <laughs> again, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, what are the things that you hate? <laughs> um, what I, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I hate. Yeah. I hate a bad sandwich. Yeah. 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 Um, but like soggy bread. Soggy bread, just fucking too fancy. People don't know how to make it. Yeah. Pickles always go on the side. Don't yeah. Don't put a pickle on there. Bread. Let me decide when yeah. I pick the pickle. Um, yeah, I hate people that don't really say what they are thinking or feeling. You know, hate's a strong word, but you got to know that I don't mean I hate. It's just the word you got to use. Yeah. Already I'm offending people. Because you're like, ugh. You're it's fine. You're on a podcast called Puck Fortland. Yeah, that's you know what, what I figured. Mean? Like, I'm working my way to, you know, I've candy coated a lot of stuff and yeah. people actually like this podcast. 
but if they would hate it, it'd be I would be so much more successful. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if they were like, why well, get right. so many more listeners if they're like that guy's a fucking yeah. cocksucker, that dude. Come on, you gotta listen. Yeah, I mean yeah. the original idea, like why I wanted to start Pug Fortland was for bashing people. Right. Oh, I, we could do a lot of bashing. Finish this glass of wine. Right. And I mean it in a Smash. sense that, like, I want to have, like, I, I would say it to my friends and be like, yes. you know what, like, you have to hear this. Or if you have something for me, like, who's yeah, not telling me? Yeah. Please tell me. Yeah, hold my feet know. to the fire. Right. That's what my girls want to do. You got to. Right. You got to tell me. anyway. I'm right. going to hear it. Might as well tell me. Maybe, hopefully, I can work on it. Right. Yeah. Like, benefiting each other. Yeah. Because I missed the writing. I mean, not that I was ever, like, a racer or going the distance or whatever you know what I mean like yeah. but I rode and loved being yeah. like a part I of loved it. riding so fun and I still do I still love it I don't well ride. that's what I mean people hate I mean <laughs> man people hate I am stoked that people are out on their bikes right? right we had a team ride yesterday there's only a couple of us what team are you on uh, PBS the women's Portland Bicycle Studio <laughs> team for those of you listening outside of Portland who don't know yeah Portland Bicycle Studios Yes, yeah, we have a, a pretty rad women's team, women of all levels. And, Big um, team, too. Yeah. yeah. Some ladies who have been off the bike for a little bit because of jobs and moving came out, and it was so fun, and I was just so stoked to just ride bikes, you know? But um, people want to hate on people taking bike racing seriously. Right. I take it really seriously. Like, but, I mean, like, so what? How does that reflect on you that I take it seriously, that I want to go home early, that I don't want, you know, to eat french fries, or that I want to go do my intervals. Like, I don't know. That's, maybe that'll shift. Maybe the hate. Well, I don't think that's ever going to shift. <laughs> and why I say that is because people are inherently going to, you hate success. So, like, right. if you're a person of, like, any self-conscious, you have to know that anytime you have that thought of, of why you don't like something, it's really easy just to go with the flow and be like, oh, it's just because I don't like it. But if you can't admit the reason why, and be like, someone else is either doing something that's what you want to do right. or being more like... Yeah, when you reflect it back upon yourself. Right. <clears throat> and then you're just like... Uh, now you're just mad. You're just really projecting for yourself. Like, right. you're just being an idiot. Like, yeah. don't hate people who are successful. Oh, I hate no Garmin, no rules. Dude, I have a Garmin. I use my Garmin. I fucking like it. It helps me dial in my training with my limited amount of time I have. Fucking. Right. I don't care if you have a Garmin or not, but I'm going to have my Garmin. I like it. It's fun. Right. <laughs> like, don't hate. I don't even think no Garmin, no rules is even hating. I just think like... No, I hate no Garmin, no rules. Wait, <laughs> wait I hate. I'm glad that okay. you, yeah. Let's clarify that. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I got rules. I got a Garmin. All right. You cracked me. You got me. I always think it's dumb. Like, no Garmin, no, no rules is like a no. It's just like phoning in like a pun on something and being like, I can make a sticker on that. Not No offense whoever made that sticker, but like, we, it's not that we hate you. It's just that you're dumb. Yeah. Maybe um, that's it. It's not really hate. I mean, I save my hate for well, there's just a couple of things. Side. There's yeah. Like, it's, right. You, and you have to pick a side. Like, you can't be wishy-washy down the middle. Lots of people are, though. That's another thing I hate. Well, I hate those funny people. <laughs> right? Yeah. But don't hate success because if you're and the thing is is why you're not successful in anything that you do is because you spend so much time focusing on what is the negative 
whether it's other people or yourself, you're you're not really owning like to be successful, you have to own that people are going to hate you. You need right. to go know that going yeah. in. Yeah. So you're going in like already trained enough. That's why you are successful because you've practiced and like luck is preparation that meets opportunity. So you're going into something and you're it's not that you're lucky, it's that you've done so much preparation right. that you're like were there at the right time. And if someone else wants to be like, well, they were just fucking lucky, you're like, you're looking at it. So you're just misconstruing the whole idea of being prepared, you know? So success and having haters is goes hand in it hand, does. you know? Yeah. And sometimes you you can really gauge how successful you are by what how kind of haters many, you yeah. have. You know what I mean? I don't think I have that many haters. I don't think anybody hates you. It's funny. But you are successful. I mean, someone's got to be like, fuck Allie Burton. That's... I'm sure. Oh, I didn't. There's, they're out there. But... Who does she think she is? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you know? Um, and success is, you know, right. your own measure. Right. And it's not that anything... Say there's somebody that I hate. I know that I don't... I know they're a good person and I know like we just come at a different angle, right. you know, like I know I can, there's a way I could be friends with that person and be like, there's no way, I used to fucking hate you and now yeah. I think you're the best, yeah. you know, and if you're not open to that, like, right. that's why you have to keep those things full being, yeah, you have to keep it open. Yeah. There's no sense about it. What else are we doing? Like when you're, when you dive down one hole and you're just like <clears throat> cramming yourself up. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have opinions on things because that other one, you can't like everything. No. Because. Yeah. Then like, I hate you... McNamee. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I do, too. Sarah loves McNamee. She's weird. She I... always fucking wants to go, but I was like, oh, I hate this. my least favorite client. Right. She that's likes funny. it because everyone hates it. Probably. <laughs> hi, Sarah. Yeah. Shout hi. out to Sarah LeJudas. She was a great staple that were, is very missed in this yeah. PDX area. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> She'd be really, she's going to be really excited when I tell her that. Yeah. We did this. She might be good at a third person here because she would be really quiet and doing her thing and like wouldn't be paying any attention. No, and it's like, true. Wait, yeah. She'd just be like, I'm going to go real quick. I'll be back. <laughs> We're doing the podcast. An hour later. <clears throat> having some whiskey. Right. All right. So, yeah. How do I make money without working? <laughs> yeah. Right? Let's, let's get into that. Start I mean, growing weed. That's over because everybody's... Right. I mean, with my massage hair. business. Like... Yeah. I'm really good at what I do. I'm just throwing other options out yeah, there. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I'm going with what I already know works is massage. But I can only do so many clients a day. What is your max? I mean, really, four. Right. The way that I work and also when I'm training. If I, I mean, I always think if I wasn't a bike racer, I could see a lot more clients right. and I could make a lot more money. But I am a bike racer, so for now... Um, so do you go... Um, yeah, four is kind of my max. Do you go with a... Uh, say say you stay at four or less per week or per month. Like you set a quota, but do you charge double and do like really higher... Like do you look at your clientele as like richer people that can afford like more... No. I mean, I, I set my rates for what I need to... What I feel like I'm worth. Sure. And what I need to make all the ends meet. Right. Um... What if you just doubled your rates? But let's just in theory. Okay, let's just, if let's I just doubled my about, rates, right. I would lose some clients. I I don't know. Are people gonna spend two hundred and forty dollars on a ninety minute massage? That's just ridiculous. <clears throat> people pay that for little jerseys. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's beyond, I think, doubling. I did raise my rates just recently after I just got a massage from someone who charges more than me, and I was like, fuck that. Right. And it's because it sucked. It was not one of my girls that I trade with. It was somebody. Because every once in a while, I go out into the community, and I'm going to try this person. Maybe I've heard their name or seen it. There, There's their angle. So now, by discussing <clears throat> this, you become a certific- person that certifies you to work within this pay rate, maybe. So you can find therapists come to you, and you judge them. Oh, and then you, yes. You certify them to be like you're. You're really not at this like premium level yet, and you set like this the bronze, silver, gold standard. Right. And yeah, unless you have your AB's seal of approval. I see an infomercial <laughs> in the <your> future. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean that's a good yeah. that's really it like there's something like that is is a good right. idea well that was my thought with sort of mentoring is that I could pass some clients who are willing you know who are willing to to go see this new therapist that is under my you know oversee and the rate would be cheaper for you know because yeah. it's a new yeah. um, massage therapist um, and as they built up their practice and got more experience then they could charge more I don't know but it's also really rad that I don't have any... Like, it's just me. I don't have any employees, right? Like, if I fuck up, it's my fault. If something goes wrong, like, it's all on me. I'm the only one I have to kind of be in charge of. So, I don't know. Thank God for Google Calendar. Yeah, just got that. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I've, been, I've been a massage therapist for... Right, yeah, like 10, 12 years, and... The lovely Megan Schinberg built me a website. So just in the past year, I now have a website and I have some online scheduling. What's the online? What, what's your website called? AburtonMassage.com. Yeah. A Burton. No period. No. A Burton Massage. There you go. Dot <laughs> yeah. com. Go it's a really it. awesome website. Actually, Megan did a great job. We did a trade for it. Yeah. And she's a cyclist. She is. Yeah. She's amazing. Bike handler, mountain biker. Endurance taught racer. me a lot. Yeah. 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 Spark plug. Yes, feisty. Yeah, lady. Strong. Yeah. You know that you, uh, you're, um, you're piggybacking a podcast I just did and I haven't put up yet, but with uh, Anna Grace. Anna Grace. Yeah, who I admire. Yes. Amazing person. Yeah. Um. So February is sort of my like attempt to like get a reach to the female cyclist because it's yeah. like. It's not downtime, actually. All you girls are getting fucking ready. Yeah. But you're not... You're still here. Right. So, like, I'm really excited to talk to everybody and get more people here to be, like... Talk, like, push women cycling. Yeah. You know? Like, you're a great, amazing group of girls. And, like, Portland runs so deep with talent. It does. It does. It's incredible. Yeah. And, like, just getting a feel. Like, who are some of your riders that you like... You know, male or female, but who are you riding with or seeing? Here's back to the hate thing. Like, there's we have so many clicks now. We're so high school yeah. with like our teams. I know. I hate that. I hate I, it. I love it only yeah. because the JVA crew can go into all of them, and everyone's like, "Yo, what's up?" And we're just like, "Not much." Like, yeah. we're safe. Like, we have some sort of yeah. safety net of like a public relations team that's let us be like yeah. friends with everybody because nobody on JVA races or it's right. serious but it's like yeah. we've called out everybody like we're already done with calling it right. out and being like well that was sort you of hate like, it on everyone it's cool it's good right. now we love everyone right I'm, I, 
I don't fear it, but I fear for Portland if, JB, if the Godzilla of JB ever like wakes back up for 2016. Yeah, it would be awesome. Like, Bring it. Call people out. Be like, here we go again. Like, it's you didn't so good. The first time. It you was know, so you good. Like part two. Um, Colin McConaughey. I've called. I've called a little bit of bullshit on the insular team stuff. I definitely made our. We have team rides on Saturday for the women, and I have told all my teammates like. Just bring if if there's someone you know who's interested, mm-hmm. or you know you have a friend in town, just like bring them. Let's just get women on bikes to feel empowered. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's definitely something that I I can make an impact on is women in cycling. Yeah, and, getting, and you guys yeah. have you have done it. It's not even yeah. that you can like you, right. It's been happening, and like yeah. it's a struggle. It's really it is like, a struggle. I don't know why. We have to break down the barriers of how intimidating it is, not just to be, a, like, or just to be a cyclist. Yeah. Like, you have to get in it and be like, this is, I feel like I'm the canary in the coal mine because I, and I dig cycling, I get it, I spend my money on shit, and I, I, had, I haven't, rode, I'm like, going to be honest, I haven't ridden at all. <laughs> I've been, like, fucked up. But I used to ride all the time, and yeah. luckily for me, with my friends or people in Portland, I know they're going to, everybody waits at the stop signs. So like right. they sort of, like you g- right. gain friends and lose friends on how long it takes you to get, get to, to the, the stop, stop sign. sign. And I'm always last. Yeah. And like, but when I roll up, like I have like some fucking like epiphany that I thought of. Right. Like, Listen to this. If you're still like, at the no stop shit. sign, like, you get to hear you get it. it. And like, it get me on, like get me warmed up, you know, like 40 miles out. And then yeah. like, I'll, I'll throw in an effort to like, just do work until until we get like back to like back through skyline like yeah. back up from cornelius right pull from that get, last yeah, couple rollers get you back to the climb up from the um the little cornelius pass market mm-hmm. and then i'll that that little climb will literally take me 45 minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm that's why i always see you you're like, yeah. hey, Adam, I'm like what's going on it's just like just yeah. warming up I've been out for 45 minutes. Yeah. And, and then I always love bailing the Kaiser. Like, if I bail right, oh. I'm like, I'm going, like, extra bit. Like, I'm doing... Th- I'm oh, yeah, when you add Kaiser, when yeah. you drop down, yeah. you're like, I'm doing one more. Yeah. No, that's for summertime. That. I can't wait for summer. Yeah. Because I love it. So we did a ride. My friend, um, my friend and I, uh, she goes by Overwhelmed on uh, Instagram. I'll pass you on. I'll forward it. Okay. She's awesome. But we used to ride a lot. We used to work Chris King together. Her name's Olivia. And we did a ride called the Ringy Dingy Dingy Dingo, we <laughs> called it. And we climbed and we went up and down every yeah. climb from 30. So we went right. we went uh, up Saltzman, down yeah. Saltzman. Up, mm-hmm. up Newberry, down Sorry. Newberry. Up like McNamee, McNamee, down McNamee. And then we went Logie? out. We went, uh, well, up. Is it Logie or when you go out to... Um, there's Rocky Point. Rock, Rocky Point. <clears throat> there's Logie in there, though. You miss Logie. Well, you, you can't go up Logie, like, if you're going to live. So we, <laughs> so we went up Logie or up Rocky Point. Yeah. And then back down to the Which is first. one of my favorite climbs that people hate on. But continue. Right. Because you have to do the work to get out there. Yeah. It's, not, it's so. so worth it's, it to get yeah. out there. That's my favorite motorcycle yeah. ride out there, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Fun. So up Rocky. Up Rocky, and then Skyline to the first descent, which would be... Johnson um, or something. Yeah, well, you come across Johnson. On the right. But we st- we kept on Skyline and okay. went to... Um, 
I guess, oh, so we go Skyline to Germantown. So we went down Germantown, okay. up Old Germantown, down Old Germantown, and then back across oh, to, wow. uh, so now you're on backside mm-hmm. coming, going towards Thompson, and you go up Springville, down Springville, <laughs> up Thompson, down Thompson, or you, we, or no, you go up Thompson, over, and then we went down. Oh, yeah. We went down to 53rd. Oh, yeah. Loop 53rd back up the skyline and then went down Saltzman. Like back towards... Te- On 30. Yes. Saltzman's for 30. Back to Sol- Saltzman, down the 30, across St. John's Bridge. It was 50 miles. Oh, that's it? How much climbing? Eight? Nine? Five. No, so, uh-uh. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not right. Yeah. No, 5,000 feet of climbing. Yeah. That's wrong. What do you mean? Because almost every climb is about 1,000. Eight... Yeah, it was like a thousand. It was five, one thousand. No, I felt like you sounded like you went up more. Well, it's it's a it's climbing the whole time. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's five thousand. Isn't that feet. crazy? You can climb so much in a short distance. But what kind of snacks did you have? A bunch. Yeah. And it was like a grinder. It was, I mean, I'm not gonna say how long it took us, but right. I like turtled it. You know, like. <laughs> It was a nightmare, but 50 miles, 5,000 feet of climbing, yeah, which is great. Like every 10 miles, you do 1,000 feet. Yeah. It's pure climbing. I want to make that like a ride or make, yeah, I would like to make it like a Still thing it. where you're like, go crank it out. Who's got the record for the ringy dingy the dingy ring- dingo? Dingo. Why dingo? I don't, it just rhymed with what we were doing, oh. like saying. We were like, yeah, let's do it. Let's make it so happen. It's so fun. Because there's nothing like, and like if we're going to get into, and we're doing great by the way, we're not even into an hour, we're like 51 minutes great. right now, so we're perfect. We can wrap it up here in a minute if we want. But I'm feeling like I'm loosening up here a little I bit. I know, there's so much to talk about. I know, there's no time on it. Yeah, because, yeah. I want to ask you what you love about cycling. Because oh, I can tell you what I love. Yeah. And while you think about it, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I love when you get past like that um, threshold of this sucks, mm-hmm. and it happens every single ride. There's yeah. never a, a I don't care how unless you're doing just a coffee shop ride. That doesn't really count, right? I guess it depends who you are. Okay. Anyways, yeah. okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Because to a coffee shop ride person, that they're just doing it, right. you can be like, "This is bit," you know. Right. Or if you're not That's true. I rode a bike, like a fixed gear bike, to lunch the other day, and I almost like I felt like the blood was coming up in my chest, and I was like, "What?" I'm like, I popped in like going to lunch. I need to get a fixed gear, but (laughs) another thing to hate on. But I love when you when you shut off because there's a time when my brain scrambles, and if you were putting in some sort of like digital movie where the matrix numbers start dropping and you can't see anything, I'm like, I don't know why I do this. I, I have so much to do at home. Oh, I just figured out why I cry. You know what right. I mean? And then yeah. the next thing you know, it turns off and you're just like, if you're Nothing. with your group of friends and with people you, you trust, trust, you're, all you're doing is like energy intervals where you're like, I'm going to try to like bust out like a physical event here and hold on because you're holding on emotionally, you're holding on physically. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like your friend that passes you and you're like, there's no... And this is why I know this, because I'm always the friend that people are like, there's no way he's doing that. Yeah. And I can, like, jump out yeah. and be like, Ed, the, Ed can't hold. Right. And I get a glimpse of, like, magic. And then people are like, he's going. <laughs> and, like, other people come up and they're like, and you start, like, making people struggle where you're like, yeah. and I know I'm not holding it, but people are just, people won't let you do that. Yeah. Your friends won't let you, like, get on right. them that much and be like, 
trying to break away, you know? Because God forbid, like, I break away. Right. People are like, Jesus, like, the day's ruined. Like, <laughs> yeah. old gold, like, Ed's going to be at old gold, like, half an hour early. And that's all I'm thinking. It's like, I'm going. I'm going to get a pastrami sandwich. Yeah. But I love that feeling when your brain clicks off. Yeah. And you can't get that with just walking right. on a treadmill or yeah. doing your stuff. Right. When your brain clicks off and your body just does what you will allow it to do mm-hmm. because you've shut your brain off. Yeah, there's that for sure. And, yeah, I mean, along with that, it's like that that beautiful point of it's hurting, but, man, it fucking doesn't hurt compared to the shit that you deal with in life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, take me up, McNamee, one more time, because that shit don't hurt, you know, compared to, like... That's one of my like, favorite songs. Yeah. <laughs> no, take me up, McNamee, one more time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't know. Cycling is just, it's just fucking good. Whatever brings you there, you know, that shuts your, I think that's it, Eddie, you know, what shuts your mind off. What allows you to, like, fucking feel around into those deep crevices of your inside and then, and then go deeper. Right. You know, it's like your true self comes out. Right. Survival mode kicks in because you yeah. have no choice. When you're yeah. still, when you do the Vernonia Century yeah. and you're still in Scapoose, when you do a reverse <laughs> cowgirl Vernonia Century, and you're like still 40 out and you're in Scapoose. Yeah. You're like, and you have to get through the hills to get to 30 and just grind it yeah. back through like. And I think that's the beauty of Lincoln. cycling compared to say running is that you can just keep pedaling even if it's at fucking five miles per hour. You just keep turning your legs over. Like you get home. Yeah. You get home. I mean, it's been rare that I've called for help. It's been like one time I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I was only on Sabi. <laughs> that's the beauty of it too like, yeah it happens yeah we used to climb uh do the ride in southern oregon so i could ride right out my house and go yeah. mount ashland like so ashland hill climb yeah it's so bitching you know it's like true cycling i don't i tried to just make it epic right there but it is right. it's like you're climbing up you know like I can start throwing numbers out, but I don't want to because it's like, you, let's look it up later. This we'll is look why, it up yeah, later. I, I Somebody look like, it up yeah, now. <laughs> I want to have like a third assistant that like hangs right. out eventually that can be like, look up facts. Because sometimes I say shit, I'm like, is that real? But I don't have anybody to be like, no, that's like, you could just look on YouTube to figure it out, you know? But climbing up Mount Ashland, uh, I had this, and this is like years ago, I had this business idea to call or write a book called Drafting Butterflies or like a, a clothing brand for like cyclists that is like it was always just a picture of like a front wheel like the fork you know like a cannondale fork or like a carbon fiber road fork and then the wheel yeah on the t-shirt and then there was just like a group of butterflies like right in front of the wheel like right. flying drafting and butterflies. You're, you're just drafting on the climb because one time this grasshopper on a climb oh, yeah. jumped on my spoke and i was basically going like from track stand to track stand you know it was like pedal stroke and like balancing I was so I wouldn't get off my bike I wouldn't walk and it was so steep that if I stepped off my bike it would be harder to walk right. and get back on my bike Right. but I literally had to like track stand and I had this fucking grasshopper on my spoke and every pedal stroke it was like just riding but, and I was so slow that it stayed on there and then I was like my only effort yeah. Like to dig deeper was to ride fast enough so the centripetal force would like fling the grass right. on. And it takes a, a literally like eight miles an hour. Like those things can fucking hang on and just be like, hey, like yeah. he was still on there. And I was like, get off. And I could feel 
how heavy that grasshopper was. On your bike. Yeah, I was like, I was going to throw my hat off or something. Sometimes that's the beautiful part of cycling and riding, too, is when you're, like, the slowest you've ever been. You're like, how could I ever be this slow? How could it take me this long to get a fucking rocky point? But sometimes it happens. And, like, I don't know. There's beauty in that, too. Like, being, yeah, feeling that slow and that out of shape. Or maybe it's just slow. What's the worst... uh the worst bike ride like where you were just stuck and like that's it like I'm sure you've gone on some centuries of being like we're this is the worst I don't I can't really I'm I'm a pretty prepared person yeah you are um it's usually the weather that gets me like if it gets cold and wet and not prepared I don't do well the ferry's not running yeah there'll be some tears yeah I definitely remember being at like a stoplight with my Molly pulling my gloves off and trying to put new ones on me and like definitely crying a little bit. And I think we were just at the base of Thompson right. on the west side and I was like, I can't make it. Oh, we rode home from um, Banana Belt. Remember Banana Belts? Yeah. Those were good races. And uh, I rode home with Kelly Ryan and Cliff Heberlin and it was a fucking headwind the entire way after racing. And those boys, someone else was there, it was so nice to me. Kelly Ryan just kept trying to move me around to get a, a draft and there was no draft it just kept swirling around and every every stop sign we got to if I put a foot down I was like alright this is it and I'd be like I'm gonna call Sarah I'm just gonna call Sarah and then like they'd start going and I'd be like oh fuck like and I would go to the next one that was pretty bad I, that was maybe the most cracked I've ever been but you still get home yeah I still got home yep isn't the shower or like the bath when you get home the best? Yeah, you like, sit down and you and like cry a little bit. And you have to keep your feet out of the water. Yeah, because it, it burns so bad. Yeah, it's like why? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I could deal with never having that again. Honestly, maybe I've gotten <laughs> weak, and soft in my old age, but LA is pretty damn nice. Yeah, yeah. How about it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leg warmers. Yeah, arm yeah, warmers. Totally. Best. That's all you need. It makes you hard though. It definitely there's like characters out here. I've never seen like an area that's so shitty in the winter yeah. and so many people that kill so, it. Yeah, fenders, like full fender bikes. Other besides Seattle and Portland, I don't know other cities that do that or other places. And buddy flaps. Yeah, buddy flaps. Yeah, you know, and like a buddy selfish flap fenders ex- extensions. Of, yeah, those are know, so advertising good. on buddy flaps. Yeah, you know Portland. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up what we do, but. Whatever. So, what are some of the races that you're gonna do this year? Like, give me a quick breakdown of like what you, what, how are you feeling? Like, cause you consider yourself a professional cyclist. No, though people would argue against me. People. <laughs> I would say you are, but I see the. You sort of fall into well, well, it's like you call. I would say you're like I'm an elite cyclist. Like yeah, yeah. You know, like I've owned that now. Yeah, unless. Unless someone's going to drop a million dollars in my bank account and like give me my right. own personal masseuse and then yeah. I'll race professional, and you're totally capable of doing it. But right. it's really difficult to be in that game. Yeah. Especially working for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you like? Like I know you, you do the spring classics. You do. Yeah. A lot of like cyclocross. Your main mantra. Yeah, it's funny. People always ask me that because I do both road and cross pretty seriously, which I like better. Um, and I think they, it'll be interesting. We can revisit this at yeah. the end of road season. Yeah. Because during cross, I was 
I was in love with cross this year, as I am every year. It's how I found bike racing was through cycle cross. It, it's and, and part of it is the community we have in Portland. Like, the women we have in the cross scene are so fucking amazing, as in the road. But there's something... I mean, I always joke, we, we're at a local cross race, and all of us girls are blah, 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 you know? And then we fucking tow the line, and it's just, like, elbows out, and, like... You know, we want everybody to race their hardest. Don't ever give me a fucking inch. And I fucking want to beat you. Like, it's, and then afterwards, it's hugs and cupcakes and wine. And, you know, it's, it's awesome. But, um, I don't know. We'll see how the road season goes this year. Um, it's a lot. It takes a lot more out of you than cross because of the, the stage racing, which I love. Okay. So instead of just being gone for a weekend, you're gone for a week. And that's. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. All and consistently, the like different places, like you have to travel. Yeah. it's a little bit. More yeah. Down. So my first big race will be. I'll go down back to LA. Nice. And do the Sandy Miss stage race, which I really, really like. Yeah, a little uphill time trial, a circuit race, and a crit. Yeah, that's how I want to get out there for uh, everybody. Just people, fans of cycling too, is by having you and yeah. other cyclists. Like, what's coming up? What to go? Like. It's really fun to go and just spectate. Like, yeah, I don't need to race, but I would go to LA and like, whatever cover or just go watch it and be like, talk to people down there. Just because it's such, it's so fun. It is an event. It is a life, like life. It is a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Especially like the crit racing. You know, having it in a cute little town and people can hang out and cheer. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, I mean, it's speaking of Anna Grace, it's always awesome because she's on. I'm sure she's talked about the new team, and um, I, you know, I'm either there by myself or with you know my small little PBS team, and it's so nice to see these friendly faces out there. And right. they, oh, there's always a special place for the Portlanders, even when we're with those big girls in the NRC races. It's it's pretty rad. Beth Anorn and Anna Grace and Brie Wall and. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome to yeah. have this Portland contingency. Right in, in the last scene. five years, see, like yeah. all these girls have come up and like yeah. really like put their foot out there. And yeah, like, I'm going. Like we're going for it. Yeah, or just to get the experience. Whether you want to go pro, whether you want to be a team, or just like I want to go play with the big girls. And yeah, I feel lucky that we have that. You know, like I can. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's so rad. I said grad. It's so gr- grand and rad. It's grand and rad. Allie Burton, thank you so much for coming on the puck. Many people know me as Alexandra. They don't even know that I'm called Allie. Alexandra Burton. Yeah, it's funny. Who calls you Allie? Just friends? It's that, it's that, like, that Sarah friend group. Like, my uh, um, restaurant industry days, which is a whole nother podcast. You right. can do lots of hate on that. <laughs> totally. So Sarah bridged that gap with um, um, Taste Bud, Mark Doc Setter, catering, yeah. restaurant, Another great yeah. podcast. Yes. Oh, you podcast. should get Mark on here. That would be so good. Then I'll get whiskey. And Mark, I'll, I'll, yeah, or tequila. Depends on the season. Mark was at a lot of the cross races, taste bud with the big oven truck. Yeah, the pizza. pizza. This year, yeah. especially at cross. Yes, pizza. he was almost at all of the cross crusades. Yeah, yeah. That guy's great. I bet, yeah. And his food and the visiting, like, the... Oh, hold on a second. What's going on with the... Uh, uh oh. <laughs> I'm not sure what's gonna come. With the market. Are you still doing No, no market. Summer market? No. Alright, never mind. Hey, thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Just like fucking tink. 
You said I have a glass there. Markets are fun, though, like Portland Market. The farmer's market? Farmer's market. Yeah. So I just talked to the guy tonight when I ran up here to get this bottle of, uh, that was my no pun intended, was it's a Syrah. Did you get it now? The Judas? Syrah? Oh, Syrah. Yeah, it's like, no. oh, yeah, that's why we're still okay. <laughs> Oh, you ran into. I asked the guy from Street Roots. Yep. You see Street Roots all around, so they charge yeah. a dollar for the thing. The guy up here in Kenton is one of the dudes that founded it, oh. and he still does it, and he's like still out there doing it. So I'm gonna talk with that guy. Get him on here. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's local. so many. Yeah. There's so many good people. Yeah, Theonis, the guy in Kenton that owns the meat market down here. We're gonna yeah. talk to him. I have Brian from the band called Duty, um, mm. who's like a punk metal band in Portland yeah. when, next Wednesday. Okay. And then the following Sunday, I have the people who own Purrington's. Have you heard of that place? Is it where you can go and pet cats? It's yeah. a bar that you can drink beers. <laughs> yeah. Have you been there? No, I'm afraid. Hey, I love it. It's <laughs> the best. I've never been so excited to go into like a place. like So it's a cat lounge. Yeah, I've heard of them. They're big in Japan. And they have... Well, you can adopt them there. The thing is... Oh, because so, I'm in the market for a new cat. I don't know if you know that, Ed. I know. I still have Zika, but she's not feeling the hole. Oh. <laughs> I'll take Zika if you don't want her. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she'll do good with the dog. She's, no, I don't mind Zika. She just doesn't... She doesn't have a coog's head. I'll cut this whole part out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Because <laughs> people are going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey. The episode's called Hate. I'm going to call it this bit capital hate, but in a good way. So you can adopt cats, but there's a three-day waiting period because you can get drunk oh, there. Oh, that's and be so like, smart of them. I'm going to take this cat home. They have like a little folder and you can like talk, like yeah. see there. What's funny is I went there and sat down and then like four or five like groups of just girls, like two girl, like best friend girlfriends mm-hmm. coming in. And I was the only dude there. And was just like, oh, this is interesting. Where is it? Is it like an MLK? MLK? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know where so it is. So the, the person that works there is trying to get the cats like, it's like Ringling Brothers. Like they're, yeah. They're trying to get them excited to get them up so somebody might adopt them. But the cats are just like cats. <laughs> right. And, they don't and it's just like do. 7 o'clock. They're asleep. They're yeah. just like whatever. So everybody's like in the in their boxes and poking at them and they're like hissing. Can you and, pick them up and cuddle with them? Yeah. Okay. But the, so a lot, like they're cats. So they're right. they, they are getting poked and prodded all the time, so they're just like pissed. So nobody can touch them. So I go over and like sit on the lounge, and I just like picked up my like I got on Wi-Fi and had a cup like I bought two beers, so I didn't have to go back in. And I sat there on the couch and just chilled yeah. and looked at my phone. Sure enough, yeah. two cats are like that guy's trying to look at something like right. Let's get in his way. Like let's sit on his lap, and then yeah. they both were on my lap, and then everybody was like, "You're so good with cats." I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, I, don't, I, guess, I don't give a shit about the cat. That's why I know they're coming. Like, You're so good with cats. Yeah, it's never like, been said before. No, no. <laughs> Nobody's good with cats. Uh-oh. Cats either. Yeah, cats suck. Yeah. But they were sitting on my lap and I had like, and the girl kept coming over. She was like this little like pixie, like Portland work. She's like yeah. super young, works at a cat place. She's like, I get him a dog the whole time. And then uh, like, I'm sitting there and she's like, the, the feather things like bouncing yeah. off the brim of my hat. Cause she's like, look, they're playful. I'm like, did you stop trying with the, with the little whip? Like they're fine. And all they, they eventually they all come over and talk to you and see you. And it's such a great little place. Like I want to do maybe if you want to come, I might oh, do a live, live podcast, podcast from, from there. Parking. I definitely want to come. And everybody can sit in the bar. And I'm just afraid watch I'll go podcast. home with too many cats. No, just pet them. And you, that's okay. the nice thing is you can pay. It's eight dollars, 
So that's you pay for the the time. So it's like almost seem like a cat prostitute. You go mm. in. Oh, someone's gonna hate on that. That's that's. Let them hate. Yeah. Yeah. They're not gonna hate Buck Fortin. They're gonna hate Burrington's. They're like, yeah. what? Cat prostitute. Right. You're whoring. You're exploring. You're <laughs> exploiting cats. Exploiting cats. Yeah. That's never been said either. No. Nope. You're so good with cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I'm good with cats. I'm good with cats. And then just like an arrow pointing right to my face. This guy. This guy. Allie Burton. Yep. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah. It's really fun. We'll see you again. Yep. Hey, that was Alexander Burton. Thank you so much, Allie, for coming and talking to us. It was great. We had a great time. We can't wait to get you on the podcast again. Everybody go check out aburtonmassage.com. And also, don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe to Puck Fortland. And go to our website and check out our donation page, please. We can use the help. As always, thank you so much. Stay tuned for some more podcasts coming up this month. And we're going to keep coming, people. You can't stop it now. Later, everybody.